Welcome back to Two and a Possible. It's Rashawn and Miss Melanie. We are in the final stretch of July. I feel like this year has moved by ridiculously fast, but July seemed to drag on for me personally. Um, how about you? Uh, it's been like a a trying month right now. Yeah, and the heat's not helping. <laughs> it's it's so hot. Um, we, we've been teetering between like rainy days, muggy days, and just hot days. And today was a muggy day. My electric bill is ridiculous because my AC is running nonstop, but I don't like to be hot. So there you have it. Yeah. I feel like, um, the sun was like, we're going to stay out here. We're going to bake you and you're going to enjoy it and you can't do anything about it. So I'm not one of those people who like complains in the wintertime because I like the snow and the cold. Um, my favorite season is fall, but I don't mind the winter. I don't really complain. My thing is just that if it doesn't end soon enough for the trees to have time to do their thing so that spring can be pretty. Like I feel like over the past couple of years, we haven't really had spring. It's really just been summer then winter. <laughs> so I, I would, and I say that as someone who lives in New England and enjoys New England because of the four seasons, we haven't really been getting our full four seasons. Yeah. Um, I think it's like the same weather here for Jersey as well. Like it's like this spring was like really rainy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not even like hoodie weather. It's just like I need an umbrella. And an umbrella, a raincoat, some Wellington boots or well wellies and and just soaking in the water, I guess. But Free. they don't have that problem out in California. <laughs> um, although actually I take that back because after the fires out there, they did get a lot of rain. But um uh, I guess it's it's pretty much regular back to regular weather now in the summertime for them. Yeah, but they have to worry about earthquakes. And they have like two. Then they have like two already, like two big ones this year. I mean, there were uh, there was also an uh, earthquake in the Midwest. So I don't know. The weather is crazy all over the place because we had a um, tornado here in on the Cape. So that was crazy and. They're having, I guess, locusts. I mean, grasshoppers have invaded Las Vegas. Um, and it's gross. Have you seen the pictures? It's really gross. It's like everything is covered in grasshoppers. I really think it's like a plague. I want to know what happened in Vegas that caused um, <laughs> the plague to come. But it yeah, it's crazy. City. It, it is indeed. Oh, man. Well, let's get into the shuffle. Um, it's been a little bit since we've chatted, and last week's show was focused on music. So I think it's only fitting that we do a tiny recap of uh, San Diego Comic-Con. I'm sure you were tuned in to all the... Uh, all the good news and everything. And stuff that came out of that, Yeah. Um, what uh, what stuck out to you the most? Um, besides MCU stuff. <laughs> um. Uh, and besides MCU stuff, uh, the stuff for it chapter two. Mm -hmm. Uh, that looked interesting. I, mm -hmm. I just saw that it's going to be um, two hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, I, I was hearing some rumblings. People were like, that's a long time to be scaring people. <laughs> I feel like that's a really long time for a horror movie. Like, I, I I don't even, I mean, well, you know, I'm not going, but I just, that's a lot. Well, the first one was 2.15, so they added another 30 minutes. But the book is really really long so mm -hmm. they're trying to just get everything they can in there and i trust the director so okay well that's cool that sounds cool um i know for me i i wasn't expecting 
all of the tidbits we got about um sorry about MCU at Sandy. I thought Disney would save it for their own um showing, but my goodness, Kevin Feige came out and told us he's gonna give us whatever he feels like giving us and we're gonna like it. Pretty much. It's it's Kevin Feige's world and we're just living in it. I mean, seriously, he's like, oh, what? You guys want a scary movie? I don't care, because Doctor Strange is going to be a horror film. <laughs> Not horror, but I am fully expecting to be terrified, <laughs> or at least mystified, by um, by what comes out of Doctor Strange and the multiverse of mad in the multiverse of madness. I can only imagine. And the fact that Wanda... It's like, I feel like he's also building it up that you have to watch the shows on Disney Plus. Yeah, you have to because everything in the shows will affect the movies. And that's kind of how they needed it to be. Kind of like in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like the helicarrier that Fury gets in Age of Ultron, that was actually from Coulson on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he was, Golson was the one that got the location for the Loki staff in Asian Ultron for them to send the Avengers out. Right. And so if you aren't someone who was watching the Netflix shows or, or the, or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like it, you didn't know that you were like missing out on things. And I think for me, the thing that clued me into maybe I should like go and, and watch, I haven't watched any of it, but I, I, I feel it compelled to now because when I was watching recaps in preparation for Endgame, people were including bits and pieces from all of the shows, um, all of the Netflix shows, as well as um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And there was just so much background information. And I feel like a lot of that is going to be paid off for people who were watching it in this next phase. Yeah, I feel like it is, and I know that Agents Shield just uh, said they're shooting their last scenes today for ABC, and I kind of have a feeling that they kind of should bring those characters uh, into the greater MCU. Mm -hmm. um, maybe not next, like sometime after their. Um, season seven that premieres next year mm -hmm. and kind of put them in the Disney plus shows. Like you can definitely put some of those characters in the same world where um, Falcon and Winter Soldier are. And you can definitely, if you needed to, you could put like someone like uh, Ming-Na Hua uh, in Black Widow, something like that for like yeah. saying that she, and just like, Put it, put the connective universe all together. Yeah, I think I think that's what they're leading to. Um, so speaking of Black Widow, that's the next movie we're gonna get in um, May of two thousand twenty. Um, so I have to say, I I used to be totally enamored with Scarlett Johansson, but she's diminished her brand a little bit for me. And I'm I'm upset that this movie is coming so late in the game. Like I wish it had come out maybe like three years ago, four years ago, um, or maybe even sooner than that, because I, I don't know, like I was very sad when she died in, in Endgame. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen Endgame, which I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, but I don't, I don't know how invested I am in this story right now, you know? And then how does this story, how is this going to, like, bleed into the rest of Phase 4, 5, 4, 4? You know what? In Kevin Feige, I trust. <laughs> so it all works out for good, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, like, the way he kind of called it, it was like, you would think this show was kind of, um, this movie would be like the Better Call Saul of movies for Black Widow. That things that happen in Black Widow will end up affecting the larger MCU. Mm. And I kind of feel like we might get maybe some glimpse of the Eternals early in Black Widow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, before we see them in um in November. Yep. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I think that 
I mean, yes, he has a plan. He he so far has not disappointed me. So yes, I think something in Black Widows might Black Widow might lead into Eternals, and then at the same time, while Eternals is going on, we'll have Falcon and Winter Soldier kicking off on Disney Plus. And what I learned about that is one of the plot lines in that show is going to be the fact that uh, the American government doesn't want. Sam Wilson to be the new Captain America. It's a real story, and it's just like that's just like you know, like something that you would see today of like, oh, this person's not good enough. This person's black because we can't have him as the face of America. It's yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting how they play that, um, and I don't know how many episodes. Um, and, uh, how many? I think, I think it's gonna be. Um, I know like WandaVision's like six, so I'm guessing between six, like six to ten episodes. Yeah, so um, I mean, it's gonna be like uh, one of those things where they drop all of them at the same time and you watch them, or is it gonna be like a week by week thing? It's week by week. Oh, that's good. I prefer that, I have to say, because it gives me something to talk about because <laughs> I'm not sitting there watching eight episodes in a row. Um, so some of the other things that were mentioned, we just talked about WandaVision. That should be an interesting show. It, it looks like it's going to move around as far as it's where it's located. Like it's not just set in one time or place or space. So that's going to be interesting. And then we were told that Wanda is going to show up in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which is coming out in May of 2021. So that's gonna be interesting. True. Uh, but there's one more thing about WandaVision I am excited about is seeing uh an older Monica Rambeau in it. Yes, yes. I was really excited to hear that. Like, how's that gonna work out? And then is Captain Marvel gonna play in this? I mean, she's not mentioned at all in this phase. But it would be interesting to see, like, maybe um Monica somehow meets Wanda or somehow she gets her powers and abilities from Wanda from kind of like how Captain Marvel got her powers from the Tesseract. Uh, Wanda has the powers of the Mind Stone. Yes, that's right. And she basically gives maybe Monica her abilities and her powers, but that also leads into like why she has uh, such strong connection with vision. So. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh that that's a really good um that's a really good thought. Uh so before we get uh Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, we're getting our first cha- um Asian lead superhero um in uh Shang-Chi. Yeah, uh Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, so we were teased with the Ten Rings in Iron Man 2. Um, no, in the first three. Iron Man. Very first one. Oh, from the, in the first, yes, in the first one. And then we got a fake... Um, Mandarin in three. Mandarin in the third one. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to that. I think that should be really interesting. Did you ever watch the... Um, Hail to the King short with uh, Ben Kingsley from yes. Marvel. Yes, it did. Yeah, that was like, it was interesting to see that as like, okay, so the real Mandarin's out there. And I kind of, I'm kind of happy Marvel's going there with this character because they're going to face some type of backlash like they did with the, uh, the Ancient One. And why why going, do you think they're going to face backlash? You mean just with China or in general? It's always something of like the Asian stereotype for um for um the Mandarin. That's kind of like why they what's kind of like they went the way they did with Ben Kingsley and like oh it's a fake one and everything else like that and like okay so I mean but there, they have to face that a little bit with Iron Fist or were there no stereotypical I mean, I feel like there's a couple of stereotypical characters in the Marvel universe already. Well, well, Iron Fist was well, he was already white in the comics, but no, I'm like, I mean, I mean, specifically, I mean Iron Fist the show. Oh well, 
that first season was just uh season two yeah really so I, mean, I feel lot. like they, i feel like they 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 will i don't know i'm not anticipating the controversy i don't know i feel like they've been able to weather the storm of teetering the line i don't think tilda was the best choice but you know it is what it is at this point um but i think that they'll be able to work through the cultural um there's landmines <laughs> i think they'll be all right yeah like they're doing they're doing great with certain things from like disney now like they got the mulan and that looks cultural that looks culturally appropriate for for like uh, for the mulan story which is a ancient story so and i think they'll do right by shang chi and i kind of and i like the actor they choose because i did a deep dive and started watching his show on netflix called kim convenience and i enjoy him on the show a lot yeah that's cool so um the other thing that's coming out that we haven't touched on yet um hawkeye's sorry loki's uh show is going to come out on disney plus in the spring i'm totally all in on that i'm so excited to see what that is and i hope that that touches on a multiverse where it's a different timeline because it's supposed to be the loki from uh end game that grabbed the space stone or tesseract and disappeared so i want i would love to see more of that story so that's going to be good and then um in the summer we have the what if series, which is another thing I'm super excited for. Like the like the little teasers that are in the um the poster for it of like all the characters that are gonna show up in that cartoon. So it's gonna be animated. I I'm so excited for it. Like I don't even know what to say. Like I think it's gonna be really cool. Like I hope we're gonna get something as good as Batman the animated series, you know. Well, yeah, I, I like. I just want to see what the animation style is going to be first. But I am liking that they're doing. Um, basically, all season one will be what if stories of the Infinity Stone, uh, Infinity Saga. So, yeah. and I think the first episode is Peggy Carter getting the super serum instead of Steve Rogers. Yeah, that's going to be really cool. And I, I love how they're, integ- I don't know, like I think, like you said earlier, integrating other characters from other shows and giving us more of the background and story of all of that, I think it's going to be really good. What, um, and it kind of works. I know that next season that there will be something connecting uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Uh, what's it? Uh, what's your name? Um, Agent Carter again, and oh. kind of yeah to finish up like her story that kind of never got resolved. So it's gonna be interesting with uh, Peggy Carter coming back and kind of seeing what they do with that one because they kind of opened up a lot of can of worms just from Doctor Strange with the. Uh, Multiverse of Madness, and Agents of Shields is deal is dealing with the multiverse kind of like right now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting that the multiverse might be a thing thing that's gonna affect some stuff down the line. And yeah, I think it's gonna be really cool. And maybe like some of these what if stories could actually be stuff that we would probably see in the multiverse in live action somewhere. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then the other, I mean, there's going to be a Hawkeye movie, a show. I'm not really 100% excited about that, just going to be honest. <laughs> but we're gonna get... I love Hawkeye. No, I'm just not. You know what it is. I'm, I I think I've built up a negative uh, feeling for uh, Renner. What's his name? Jeremy? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't feel akin to him. Um, he used to be, like, I used to really root for Hawkeye because I thought he was, like, the, the heart of the team. Or, right, no, not the heart. Kind of, like, the uh, the backbone of the team because he was the most down to earth. He had a family. But when he went rogue in Endgame, he, he kind of, like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll see is, what shows about. Well, it's going to be about... Um him some of his time when he was Ronin 
and basically him choosing to uh, make Kate Bishop, which who will be introduced, and making her the new Hawkeye, and him kind of like taking that status of Ronan, and kind of clearing his red from his ledger. Kind of like why Natasha jumped off the cliff. Yeah, I mean... Like I said, I'm just not super excited about it. But I am super, super, extremely, I don't even know how I can contain my excitement for Thor, Love, and Thunder. I think that's going to be, I mean, it's, it's Tabi Watiti. Like, he's going to make it amazing. I bet you there's going to be great music. I love the direction that they're going in, finding Valkyrie a queen, and they're bringing back mighty thor or they're bringing mighty thor back and we're getting jane foster carrying milnor i'm so excited we got some questions though because one how she gonna have the hammer it was destroyed and cap took it back and put it back in time Mm -hmm. so we might need to get a new hammer so we might see peter dinklage pop up again i would love that i need i need I need giant Peter Dinglish for, like, the rest of my life. And I feel like uh, it might be a love triangle this time around. With Sin and and Jane Foster? No. I'm telling you, it's going to be a love triangle with Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Thor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That so much. Oh, yeah. It all depends, because Lady Sith is not dead, but... We just haven't seen her. She's her schedule. I would like for Sif and Valkyrie to get together because that would be amazing. And then if Sif has to give her powers to Jane Foster, like in the comics, or her essence, I guess her life essence. I don't know. I I want to see Lady Sif back. Is all I'm saying. I I need her to to get her time back. All her. But, uh, NBC show need to get canceled then. Well, no, I don't want. I don't want to mess up her 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 bag. I just I just want to see her in the movie. Oh man, I mean, we can talk about this and the MCU stuff forever, and we might dedicate another show to it. I don't know, but um, some other things happened. <laughs> uh, so I think Endgame is out on DVD now. Uh, or no? I think that is. It might it might be today? Yeah, uh, DVD Tuesday. So yeah, it came out today. So it came out, to, sorry, today's Tuesday, July 30th, for those of you who don't listen to this as soon as we post it. Um, and so I've seen some of the deleted scenes online. Um, so the, and we'll just talk about this real quick, but um, so the, they were go- there was a different ending to when Tony died. And then there was a couple of scenes that I saw. One was with Rhodey, had some other dialogue. And then everyone was talking online about how they were going to have a real, a, a different showdown where Thanos had gone back to 2014 and had cut off Captain America's head and like brings it to the present time and throws it at him. Like I would have screamed in the audience. I'm, I would have kind of been like, I would have kind of cheered. I was like, yo, that would have been the awesome, perfect entrance it just like like that's the end of that. <laughs> but then i i just it would have made my head explode with how the time travel stuff works because if he kills you in 2014 how do you how are you in 2023 are you not the same you are you a different you like well, i don't know and the, all the things that happened after age of all like it just you forget uh nebula it, killed past nebula so it wasn't pat oh yeah it was it was past nebula Future Nebula killed past Nebula, and Nebula didn't disappear. So Thanos could have theoretically killed everyone on planet Earth in 2014. But then it's like, this was just the warm-up. Now I'm ready for the real fight. Yeah, I wouldn't have liked any of that. <laughs> I, I, I would have I cheered. Hey, we didn't even need to see. We just needed to see the helmet. That was it. Just the helmet of Captain America rolling in front of himself. No, I, I preferred the fight that he had with himself. I was good with that. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, the DVD's out. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll probably get it. Um, I actually need to finish my collection. I don't, surprisingly, I don't own all of the MCU movies. 
Um, I used to just get them as they came out because I was part of the Disney Movie Club. But that, I was like, I had to pick my things to spend on my entertainment budget on. And so I had to cut that out. But um, I think I'm going to have to, you know, like a box set comes out. That's going to be my jam. So other movie new actually no what do we want to do first T yeah let's stay in movies um, we're shuffling these this, this deck really long but um, there's gonna be a new 007 not to be confused with James Bond but the new 007 is a black woman I'm excited. Um, and I think that it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with that and how they're going to pass the torch in a way. The other thing that's coming up um, is the Picard movie, which is based on um, Captain of the Enterprise. And I'm so excited to see that as well. Uh, so on to Euphoria. Yeah, so I know that you've been watching the show, and um, I, I have not yet, but the buzz around it is strong and fierce. So um, what's been going on? How many more seasons? I mean, how many more episodes of the season? Uh, just one more episode. That'll be next week. And it is kind of wrapping up a little bit nicely. It's already been renewed for uh, season, season two. two. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And, yeah. And it's just a lot is going on right now. Kind of more of like dealing with relationships, blackmail, um, and Possibly someone might die next week. I don't know. Yeah, this show seems super heavy, which is why I um I can't really watch it right now. But when I'm in a a lighter headspace, I, I'm definitely going to check it out. I I think that the acting has been pretty good, and the overall storyline in general is good. Heard I've read a few pieces on some things that they might need to work on developing for the second season. But it sounds like all in all, it's a good show and. And we'll see some more of it. Yeah, and at at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, this show is based off the creator uh, and his life and how he was when he was a teenager and, like, these life experiences, stuff that they're discussing is stuff that actually happened, went on. So it's kind of like a lot of this stuff is based on reality. And... It's just very gripping. Yeah, that sounds cool. That sounds good. That's good. Um, so let's jump into the cut um, only because of time's sake. But did you see The Lion King? Yes, I did. All right. I also saw The Lion King. And I'm going to venture that we have different viewpoints on it. <laughs> Uh, Beyonce can't act, and that's kind of like my only issue. Um, so yeah, so the photorealism of the characters kind of threw me off. Um, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was excellently executed. Everything looked great. But for me to really get the emotional tie to the characters, I didn't really have it. I'm going to be honest, I didn't really like Simba or Nala. I mean... Uh, I just, the character, I didn't care. I mean, I, I didn't care about them. They didn't evoke any emotion for me. I think my only, like, my only scene with Simba that I really thought that he was doing something was when he met up with Rafiki and was running through the, I, I love the cinematography of that, of him running through the bushes and getting caught and going to meet his father. Like, that scene was cool, but it didn't have the same, um, brevity not brevity um it didn't just have the same impact that it did in the cartoon um my favorite characters 
in the movie were um, Timon and Pumbaa and um, Zazu. And I feel a way about that. <laughs> like, why were they my favorite? But, like, the funny parts of this movie were hilarious. Like, I was giggling so much because the funny parts were super funny. But the parts that were supposed to have, like, emotional impact, eh. And Beyonce is horrible. Also, <laughs> I mean, as an actress. Also, that song that they replaced him running back home to with her song, no thank you. Like, I was just angry because I didn't like... I think what I didn't like about her song or when she was singing was all the runs she was putting into it because I was like, "There, stop it. Just sing it normally. But, I mean, like I said, visually stunning, visually beautiful. Um, the music was great except for that one part. I was very, very upset with being prepared. That was they so... Gotta they got to update it. No, it got ruined. Got it got ruined. It didn't have to get updated. They could have they could have the same song. It needed to be updated. Why? Updated. Why did it need to be updated? Because it's Disney and they know what they're doing. And this movie is already made nine hundred and sixty-four million dollars. It, it passed the million mark, a billion mark this this afternoon. But I still don't think I don't know. I'm not the only one who feels this way. And let us know if if you liked Lion King or didn't like it. I would love other people's feedback on this because I just was I was disappointed. Didn't but I mean it's gonna make all the money because it's Lion King, but I just I don't know. I'm I wasn't a fan. Like look at the concept. This is like this. Disney's been doing these remakes, live action remakes of stuff since twenty ten. And for the past nine years they've made seven billion dollars. I mean that's amazing. I'm not salting their bag. I'm just saying I didn't I know. like. I, I, I know, and Disney doesn't care if you do not like or do not like. They just know that you're gonna go because it's Disney, and you're gonna give them their. You know, you're gonna give them their money. Because right. I mean, I did go, even though I went in knowing I wasn't gonna like it. I still see, went. You went in knowing you weren't gonna like it because you've already gave up. as like. It's not going to be the original. It's not going to be the original. But for a child right now, that's going to be their Lion King. Uh, that's unfortunate. It's that's not. disgusting. It's, it's, it's it not. is. I, I disagree with you. I it, think the cartoon version was far superior. I know growing people who've cried watching this. Cried at what? How could you connect to animals who couldn't make facial expressions? Because it's Lion King, and that's why. No, it doesn't make any sense. You could, I could not tell with most of the animal characters if they were angry, sad. I don't know if you saw, somebody made a video of the um, Hakuna Matata song, the montage of them like running. They made, they put like any song to it and any song goes. It's one of those any song goes to it clips. Like it just, I don't know. It did not have the emotional impact that I was expecting or needed. Like I felt for all the other movies. But like I said, the funny parts were outstanding. So, oh, and the hyenas, sorry. The hyenas were probably the best part of the movie. They were good. They were, they were definitely the best part of the movie. I don't know, I'm, I, this isn't a movie I'm gonna watch again. <laughs> like I'll see Aladdin again, I'll watch um, Beauty and the Beast again. Um, like the so same thing with Cinderella. I love Cinderella. Cinderella is my favorite princess. But I saw that movie one time, the live action, and I was good because it wasn't, it didn't have the same feeling. But I, I, to your point, Disney does what it does and it changes things up in the way that it's going to. And we're still going to watch it because it's still going to be visually pleasing it's gonna have the songs that we all fell in love with as children and you know as long as they don't mess up aristocats i'm fine mm -hmm. well so you're not gonna check out the sequel sequel to what you know they're gonna do a sequel they better not i do not know i won't i no i refuse you refuse i refuse 
I absolutely refuse. Will not. I'm telling you right now. Not they, gonna do it. They replaced Beyonce. Not gonna do it. All right, well, mm, not gonna. <laughs> Dizzy has your money. I, I, because I, I mean, the animals just. I don't want to see National Geographic. Like I saw Jungle Book. I love Jungle Book. That was really well done. But the animals, I, I could see their emotions. I could not see any of the emotions in this one. Because they're shining new technology, photorealism. Heck, there's only one scene that is live action in the whole film. And that's the sunset and sunrise. <laughs> right, this was, just an, this was just another animated movie. But yeah, like CGI. <laughs> you know this is actually the highest grossing animated movie ever now. Right, but they're it not gonna build it. Are they gonna build it like that? I guess they can. That's they can't. They beat it. Beat Incredibles too. Wow, Disney's just rolling in the cash. Oh well, well, I I knew that we would have different views. It wasn't a bad movie, but I I wouldn't. If you're expecting your childhood to be rehashed, I wouldn't recommend you going with those expectations. Mm. All right, so. Mentioned earlier, Picard is coming. Super excited about that. Also, came out last week the trailer for Cats. Uh, so you have an issue with Lion King. How about Cats? Um, so I love the musical Cats. Like it's one of my all-time favorite musicals. And if you've seen the video of the live action of the live action of the play um, in the West End in England, and I, people dressed up in cat costumes does not bother me. the <laughs> The CGI in this movie is a little jarring, but it maybe they have time to like enhance it i don't i don't know it looks like they've added things to the story so i'm a little trepidatious about that i'm very disappointed that taylor swift is a part of the cast because i don't like her but i mean whatever hopefully her scenes are not vast um and then we have our girl jennifer lawrence belting it out with her own style i'm excited for the movie because I love the musical but like I feel like this is going to be another one where I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, I'm not watching this, period. Where are you going to watch it anyway? Do you watch musicals? I, I, I like some musicals. I just don't. I've never seen Cats. Yeah, well I, I, I like Cats because it's, it's just poetry set to music with people dancing and the dancing's really good. So that's why I've always liked it. But um, like I said, I've only seen the video of it. I didn't see it when it was on Broadway. But I would love to see it on the stage. So this is the next best thing, really. Uh -huh. And then um, Dolomite with uh, Eddie Murphy and Titus Burris is coming to Netflix, Hulu? Netflix. Uh, Netflix, yeah, so I'm excited for that. We're gonna see Eddie Murphy back in action. It's been a while. I think Eddie Murphy, I think Wesley Snipes is in this too. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good movie. So yeah, I'm excited for this. Um, and, and then speaking of, oh, go yeah. ahead. Um, because like Eddie Murphy is kind of like, Okay. No, finish. <laughs> because uh, Eddie Murphy's what? Uh, uh, Eddie Murphy is talking about uh, possibly and doing a special. So it might be interesting to see like how he is right now in his acting career because it's been a minute and I haven't really seen anything like funny, funny, a long time. And I kind of want to see how Dolomite does because I think he's going through the um, TIFF festival first before it hit Netflix. And then he starts shooting Coming to America 2. Um, so I kind of want to see where he is in his place right now, acting wise and comedy wise. Because if he does a Netflix special, 
it's I'm like, does he still have it? It's been thirty years. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But I did see him on um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And I think he's still got it. I think uh, yeah, I, I think he's still got funny. it. Um, and by the way, if you guys are not watching Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, I think it's almost like fifth season or something, you should watch it because it's hilarious. And you get to learn some things about the comedians, business, um, just like tidbits. It's I think it's hilarious. Whether whatever your feelings on Jerry Seinfeld are, um, you know what the thing is about Jerry Seinfeld, he is definitely doesn't care like about anything but like what he's focused on. Like I love how like when people are like trying to do things and he's not for it, he's just like nah, and just moves on. I want that kind of confidence. I guess is the word. He definitely doesn't give a flying fig. <laughs> And I love it. You ever see that clip with uh, when um Kesha tried to hug him and he was like, No thanks. Oh. So where did we leave off? I think we were talking about the boys. Yeah, so I was saying that. Um there's a couple of shows that are out now that people should be streaming. On Stars, there's the Rook that comes out um, each week. I read the book, the book was amazing. The show is actually really good. It's espionage, superpowers, and um, it's a little gory, but really good show. And then I was saying, I wanted to start The Boys because that looks so good. I love the concept. It's based off of a, a comic book, I believe. Um, and the idea of superheroes in a different like way, like paid superheroes, kind of like um, My Hero Academia. I'm I'm all for it. It's, it looks really good. But you watched it already? I finished it, and I cannot wait to hear your reaction. Okay. <laughs> Did you like it? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I think it's. I think I'm gonna like be over the moon. Just know this so, is this is rated MA. Okay, but it's not scary. I think okay, so let me clear up any misconceptions people may have. I don't like scary. I don't like I understand. I mean I I can watch Deadpool, so you know, I'm cool. I'm all right with MA. I watched Dexter. It took me four years, but I I eventually picked it up after it ended. So and if I can watch Dexter and Deadpool, I think I'm all right. All right. Uh, I, and I it's, like realism, it's like realism superheroes. Like what would actually happen if there were superpowered humans who were fighting crime or being nefarious? Or just being douchebags. I mean, that's the premise of it. Isn't the guy who's... I don't want to like go into it a lot, but isn't the guy who's supposed to be like Superman like a, a total asshole? Uh, Homelander, he's, um, when you first meet him, you don't think so, but he's on another level, and he's my favorite character behind, it's, Homelander is my favorite, then it's Carl Urban, because his character kind of reminds me of, like, Jack Sparrow a little bit. Without uh, just being Johnny Depp. And I'm kind of like, you're that like that person that's, you're likable, but you're also not likable. And I, uh, I love Captain Jack Sparrow, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to the show. I think it should be really good. So that's what's going to fill my August. And, well, the, and, the main, and the main character is uh, Dennis Quaid's son. Oh, that's cool. This is cool. So, yeah, so that's the deal. Lots of good shows for us to watch this coming August. Lots for us to talk about here on the show. And like I was saying, you know, hit us up on the social medias if you're watching these shows. And if you have comments on how we react to them or how you react to them, we'd love to hear you and what you have to say. And I think that'd be cool. All right, so. The bid, either or, 
what is today? Sorry, today is Neville Longbottom's birthday, and tomorrow, uh, July thirty first, is Harry Potter's birthday. So my question for you, Rashawn, is which is the best Harry Potter movie or book? If you have read both the book and seen the movie, oh, uh, the best one, yeah. Um, mm, that's a tough one. Is it? It's between Prisoner of Azkaban, uh huh, and Got Live, uh, Got Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire? Yeah, Goblet of Fire. Really? Ah, that's yeah, that's interesting. Those two are my favorites. Okay, so for me, it's um, Order of the Phoenix. I'm not Order of the Phoenix. Um, yeah, no, that's the fourth one. Yeah. The fourth one, Order of the Phoenix, is my favorite. Right before... I thought that was, wait, Order of the Phoenix, I thought it was the fifth one because the fourth one was Goblet of Fire. Oh. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. Treasure Aspen is three. You're right. Goblet of Fire is my favorite. It's also my favorite, the fourth one. Um, because it's right before... Harry gets super annoying <laughs> um, with teen angst or whatever. Um, and we learn a lot of back story of um, Voldy there. So that's my favorite. It's also, um, so like I read book three and then like went back and read book one and two. So it's like the one that I anticipated the most because after that I fell into the like understanding that we had to wait for the artist to craft her work. But uh, yeah, so definitely book four. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so do you have any uh, vacation plans or things that you're gonna do to enjoy the rest of the summer as we go into August? Um, I have a trip, uh, to the beach again, um, this time going to Wildwood, New Jersey on the 11th and 12th. Okay. I think, yeah, so, kind of got to do a family thing, <sighs> keeping a promise, so kind of got to do that. Um, but I know I have to finish, um... One more episode of the new season of Orange is the New Black. Uh-huh. Um, I would recommend that to everyone, especially anyone that kind of wants to see a simplified version of what's going on with immigration in this country. And it kind of does it, and it kind of has a lot of heartbreaking moments. Okay. And, and it really deals with, like, uh, people... Coming into this country, having their uh, human rights basically trampled on, and seeing a courtroom of children being asked questions was just too much. So mm -hmm. I would re I would recommend that for anyone who doesn't get the concept of these are concentration camps. Um, but other than that, uh, nothing really planned for this weekend. I hope you do. Maybe have some fun. Maybe see some movies. Maybe do some... Well, I'm definitely going to see some movies. Whatever's out there. Because uh, summertime is for movies. I'm looking forward to Hobbs and Shaw whenever that's supposed to come out. Um, this weekend. Y'all, then that's what I will be seeing this weekend is getting my fill of uh, The Rock. Uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to Hobbs and Shaw. I'm supposed to be traveling uh, later this month. I'm gonna head out to Cali for some Nesby stuff. Shout out to Nesby. Um, and I don't know. I'm gonna try to just get in the pool some more and enjoy summer and the warm days that we have. Um, yeah, just gonna make the most of it. That's what's up. That's what all we should. That's what we all should do. We should make the most of summer. Well, sir, it has been another <laughs> interesting night of chatting with you about geek stuff, movies, and life. 
it's always been a pleasure chatting with you about movies, TV, music, life in general. You're, yeah. uh, you're fun to talk to. Oh, that's nice of you to say. And I hope that you guys feel the same way listening to our conversation every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Like I said, if you could leave us some reviews on iTunes, that would be much appreciated. Um, and we love to hear from you. So hit us up on our social media, 2AP Studios on Instagram and Twitter and 2 and a Possible on Facebook. We respond back. So hit us up. Anyways, you have a good night, sir. See you on the other side. See you.